No countdown? Um, countdown? Countdown? Are we live? Are I we... didn't see a 321. I'm usually used to seeing the 321. I think there was a 321. I'm just I trying away. to see if we are confirmed to be live. And we are live on Facebook. And we are live on YouTube. Okay, so hello and good night. Or good evening, everybody. Um, it is Thursday, September 10th. It is season uh, 22 of Big Brother USA. And uh, tonight we had the eviction, live eviction episode with uh, with Bailey and Devon. And we see Bailey go out in a 9-0 to zero vote. We're here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting covering this season. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson. Jeff, Jamil, how are you guys doing? Just juggling. I gotta say, I was I'm excited with this episode. I think this was the best episode of the season. Easily. Easily the most entertaining. I was tickled pink, as Donnie would say. Um, in terms of how just the fights, the big fight tonight with uh with Bailey and Devon and Christmas. Perfection. That's what I live for, the Big Brother game. I just want to see these people completely collapse. Uh, Christmas has tanked her game, I think, largely, uh, just in this blow-up. and just I don't think she came across. Like, depending, I don't know who... It doesn't really matter what side you were yes, on side in terms of this matter. argument. That's kind of irrelevant. The whole, like, it, it, the whole thing is that Christmas um, is trying to defend that I, I'm just, that's Big Brother, but she's also missing a fundamental point of Big Brother, which is not like looking like you're a liability as an ally and uh and she totally did so you're absolutely right and i'm i don't bemoan christmas for what she did in terms of her game move as i mentioned in the previous um episode uh but this was just sloppy like to air like have that argument in public like that that is a bad game move because basically you just told all your allies hey don't tell anything that uh, to me that's important because i'm going to turn around and use it as ammunition to get you out that's basically what the gist of the conversation was right and like you can do that you just shouldn't really get caught mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that Bailey didn't play well, and Devon, she can salvage this. We'll see. But who? It doesn't really matter. Like I, like, I just was like, I was just um, amazed by the spectacle of it all. Jeff and <laughs> oh, oh. Jeff, you have you said nothing yet. You haven't you haven't swung it over to me yet, so I'm just waiting for you guys to get. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to like. It's like pop, I'm not gonna I talk, usually I'm not pop gonna in by now. You go. I'm not going to instigate. Yeah, you know, don't provoke you have me. More, um, because I'm, I'm provoked. Uh, You're provoked. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, for me, the yeah, like Christmas. Uh, if she wanted to take out Bailey and Devon, she didn't have to use. Uh, the whole you guys are a duo excuse and she didn't have she could have just said hey you're both strong players and I I'm not really aligned with you she didn't have to use that but she did and then once she did she I think she felt like she was backed into a corner because Devon got super offended you saw you heard her tonight where she said like I I'm up here by no fault of my own is what she said. Like it was Bailey's mistake for telling Christmas that they, they were together, which was obvious. Everybody knew they were together. So you could have just said like, it's pretty obvious guys that you you two seem like you're together. She didn't have to say, Oh, well Bailey told me this. And that's, that's what made this an easy do, you know, because she did that. Uh, you know, made everything very, very sloppy, and then they got drunk one night, and then there was a big blow up fight, so it got even worse, you know. Yeah, right. So, so that's what I saw. Mary here saying, uh, she didn't like how they didn't show how the house, house guests felt, and we're all talking about it. Yeah, it was L just silent like reactions from everybody Danny, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> oh, Kevin didn't have a silent reaction, Kevin had a visible, like, mm. right? Yeah. But I, I mean, like, verbal, like, he's not the in the cringiness, he was the epitome of the cringiness. <laughs> yes, and so, like, they're just all just watching it going, like, we have no idea what they're thinking, other than that, they're like, we uh, other than that, Ian wants a towel. 
um, we don't really know how people are feeling about this situation. Like, Tyler, I think Tyler was the the best as far as the present, he was presented as the best. Yeah, he pre- he was presented as the best uh, as far as calming things down a little bit. But like, I don't know. Do you guys agree with the argument like that that Devon was saying that like the whole argument was what was what Christmas did personal or was it game or was it personal game? What, 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 what you know? What, like, what, so, what, where do you guys stand on that? He, here, here's my understanding. Uh, Devon very poorly was trying to inform Christmas that um, Bailey is angry at the situation. She's angry that what she said was used against her Mm -hmm. and she's frustrated the moment. That's why she doesn't want to hug. She just wants to be on her own. Devon trying to explain it to Christmas repeatedly when Christmas was not getting that was a, a, a fight in futility and kind of bemoaning that point agitated Christmas because she felt that by trying to constantly explain it to her, how Bailey's feeling, there was an expectation that Christmas was to apologize or Christmas was to take ownership of the situation. Christmas is already the owner of it. There's no need to, you know, you know, it was me, right? Like, She's the HOH and she is the veto holder. There's no conspiracy there, right? right? She's also taking the the brunt of the whole Tyler situation. All Tyler needed to do to smooth things over was to just let the, give them a heads up that this was happening, right? But they didn't, and feelings are hurt because they thought that they were in a better position and then they got the rug, rug pulled out of them. Once again, right? Yeah. Yes. Bailey thought that she, Christmas, and Day were in right. a... The slick stick. A, a, were not even just a slick stick. They thought they were close in the slick six. Right. right? But once again, stuff like this happens, right? And Bailey's got to take her lumps, which she was kind of doing on her own, Right. They yeah. didn't really need to constantly keep bringing that up. And Christmas should have been like, she'll have to deal with it. Right. And the fact that the three of them didn't is what escalated the situation. I think, I think also the fact that I think they feel like Christmas is a kind of a fake game player. Like, I think they were showing you all that evidence going back throughout the house, like where she's just like always kind of like been on their side. But when the chips came for her to play her hand, she was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be on your side, you know, and they felt betrayed. And and that's why I think they just they, they couldn't handle it. They were like, this is bullshit, you know, and which is kind of like like Bailey kind of said it too, like, oh, it's a good game move. It's fine. And like, we're we're pissed about it, but whatever. It's a game move, you know, but it's dirty. Like, I think that's what it came down to. That's how they felt. They felt like Christmas did them dirty and. I think they wanted to let her know. And I think the whole audience wanted them to let her know too, because Christmas is annoying. You know, like she really is. She's an annoying game player. This is how she plays. She just thinks like, you know, well, no, you're not in my alliance, but then, I, but you made an alliance with them. So you deserved this blowback, you know? So that, that, that's kind of how I felt about it. Well, I think you just have these three incredibly eccentric and bizarre personalities in Devon, Bailey, and Christmas all colliding here in this episode and the drama and the sort of uh, the anger and the angst from that and, and the non-communication, I suppose, like, or, like not hearing. I think that Devon was doing bizarre, a, but... <laughs> I thought Devon, not so much, but... Okay, like it was like the fight in the bathroom I, tonight. I, I, I didn't think... I like okay, this fight in particular, I didn't think much of it. I just thought it was, you know, personalities got heated, and they were shouting at each other. It's not like they were going to take a swing at each other. No, it's just no, I'm not yelling. saying that. I, I never <laughs> meant to imply that's not what I need for it to be good. I just, um, <laughs> I like it's you know, you it's of, like um, Willie Hans. It's like it's like shades of a of, of, uh, no, I don't want Willie Hans. Like shades of Amanda Zuckerman, more like you know, just shouting at each other from the house, uh, you know, and people just sort of like 
losing it. Like, the, like I think Big Brother is a little bit of a pressure cooker. Uh, not to challenge the pressure cooker or you know more of just like the the psychological effect of it and it's sort of there is it's supposed to be hard it's supposed to be a little bit of a you know a big challenge and you see these people getting into it affecting tyler it's not just it's not just the game though that's the pressure cooker it's the fact that they they know everybody's watching them 24 7 that they know there's opinions going on about them in real time and you know you saw it tonight like Devon was losing her mind because she was like if i respond to christmas or i get if i start yelling back at her then i'm going to be the one that's painted wrong and like david was also right like he was like saying like you know it's not fair and it, it's probably true like you you know what that's probably true christmas was the came, to me was the one that came across looking worse here but if Devon had really gone at her which i think she really wanted to I think Davon, everybody, like the majority opinions would have been Davon, what, you know, came across as. That would have been the headline. It would have been the headline. And I think Davon didn't want to be the headline. Davon was sure she was going home and she'd lost her cool. And, but the thing is, like, I think people wanted, like, fans like me, or I'm sure a lot of other people wanted to see that a little bit tonight with this big alliance that Christmas is kind of the epitome of her and Cody and Nicole Franzel are like the epitome of this, the giant alliance. Somebody like Kaser did it a little bit on his way out last week, but some, somebody had to do something just to blow this friggin' house up. Cause it's annoying to watch. See, he, here's what the, the ultimate problem is, is that uh, and this has affected the, the season in general. We're in an age Okay, we're in an age where social media just is the just wraps up everyone's uh, game completely. Yeah. So yeah. people are playing scared. People are playing very conservatively because they don't want to get any blood on their hands, and not even blood in the house, but blood on social media. Because if Christmas was crying not because she loves Devon and Bailey. Uh, that she put them up, but she understands the optics of putting up two black women at the same time when black women have not really been too successful in Big Brother, especially getting to the end, right? Yeah. She understands the optics of it. it she, she understands that that's kind of the situation she's in. The die is cast, and she's sad that mm. she's going to have to work through it. Davon and Bailey, they have the pressures of being black women in, in the house. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I can't wait for the Davon blow up. We've all heard it, right? Sure. People saying that it's sure. going to happen, right? And she's, they're aware of it, right? It's yeah. not like they're in a bubble before where it's like, I don't care. Um, only the house exists. All of their minds are are playing the game halfway with one foot in the yeah. house and one foot on social media. They're like, is this right. move gonna mess with me? Right? And yeah. and you know, look, Kazar, Bailey, and Davon, they've already talked about how this game is bigger for them in that respect. Right? So there's added pressure of doing it for their their themselves, for their household in terms of the earnings, and possibly as representatives of their their race and culture. It's a it's a lot of pressure. Right, it is, yeah. and you don't want to screw up, and you want to come across being liked by yeah. the end of the season, which makes it nauseating for the fan because that's you just not want what, people to play. You just, you just want, want people, people to play free. That's right. That's right. And uh, I, I think ever since about Big Brother fifteen, ever since that season happened with the big fights and the big blowups that happened in that season, Big Brother has been on this path where everybody plays nice no matter what. Everybody is concerned about their social media image since like 16 was the first season that really started it. Uh, and, and it's just like, it's not the same anymore. Like it's still a good TV show. Sometimes there's good episodes here and there, but it's not, it's not quite what it was the first 15 years of this show. I mean, because I think players played with a little bit more freedom, a little, they still knew people were watching them. They still knew there were still live feeds and stuff like this, but a lot of that would go out the window. A lot of people would forget, you know, how people would be perceiving them a little bit in the house. That's why we had those Willie Hans moments, and that's why we had the 
Dan's funeral, and we had Doctor Will, and we had Boogie, and we had all these players. Evil Dick, you know, Dick. he didn't care about like you know pots and pans, and right. Josh seemed a little bit too much of a spectacle. Dick just did it because the person pissed him off, and he's you know he wanted to mess with their heads. Yeah, right. Exactly. He didn't care. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't throw a cigarette. Was it he? Uh, was it Janelle? Did not uh, push. Um, what's his name aside to win HOH um, for people to say that old school is boring. The old meme that's right. coming around. Dave, your thoughts. Uh, where, sorry, I was, I, I had to. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I totally did that to you. I apologize. <laughs> now I was like, I wasn't quite sure where, where I was coming back in on the conversation. Uh, so uh what were you guys on? We were talking about like how the the new ever since about Big Brother fifteen, which was your first season, Dave, mm-hmm. when all those fights happened and it was a lot about race and it was a lot about immaturity and everybody on that season smoked cigarettes. Uh, now <laughs> the, the now we have like everybody since sixteen and on. I think we've had Big Brother. Everybody in the house kind of worry about their social media image, kind of play nice, uh, play. Try not try to always be well liked by the end of the season, no matter what. Not less blow ups, less fights, less drama, and more just like, okay, it's your turn to go home now, you know, and and, hugs and kisses goodbye, which nobody really wants to watch. Uh, And and I was just saying, like, I think social media may may have destroyed this game in a lot of ways, especially in all star season. The age of social media, its effect on society and yeah i think that that's true um that everyone has more of a conscious like i think you know you were going to be on tv always on this show and live feeds were always going to be a thing but i don't know think people knew the legacy it would necessarily have on your life is stuff like that you know didn't really necessarily stick with you forever um if you know you might you were forgotten if you were on the show like or you never knew really knew i guess too it was kind of a new age, and as, as as society has evolved in terms of like worrying about those things, and rightfully so, like people are literally watching you all day long, and all they have to do is type about it on the internet. You know, you're in that house, so you're going to the bathroom now. You know, you're in the shower now. You're this is how much you eat now. They're just look. They're scrutinizing every little thing about you. Yes, and every conversation, and you have to be always aware of that. You can't let your guard down anymore. Like. Just as something as simple of if Christmas was not eating clean, right? As a fitness person, she right. would there would be a thread dedicated to uh, Christmas is a hypocrite, um, telling people um, how to be fit when she's eating dirty in the house, right? Something as simple as that. Like they're gonna paint you in a box, and then they're gonna use all this footage to prove their point whether it is true like we have we have the right as individuals to change right yes right yeah. of course <laughs> certainly yeah but it it but what happens is people will paint you in a specific pick uh, uh like way and then say this is the real you you're a terrible person sure right? sure and who you they are on tv is definitely not who you really are uh you know i would imagine you know, so <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at Mary's message. Mary's comment says, "Well, that is funny that you were all saying this because not- we're commenting about stuff. Everything, you know what? I try to be nice about everyone except David because he's an idiot, and I'll stand by it. I think he'd be a nice guy. Than I think you would get along and have a nice conversation with him. Yeah, in real probably life. would, and I would, I would probably tell him, like, dude, bro, what was going on? <laughs> and he's like, you be on a show, and then I'd be on a show, and he's like." I thought I was bad, and I go, "That's why I'm 13th place." Right, right, yeah. And then <laughs> the jury. David has made the jury. David has made the jury, so he's already yeah. better than me. I think he's, he's going to make it he's further than, than that. Imagine if David wins this game. I, I'm, I'm pulling for him. I think, I think he's the, the sleeper. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. His game. Um, <laughs> who knows? Like. When you're when it's interesting watching like even past seasons and kind of seeing who won, like you watch like Ian's journey, like no one was pegging Ian to win Big Brother fourteen. No, there well was... into like into the jury portion of it, he was like uh, Boogie was like 
berating him, right? He was messing up. Um, he was that awkward dude in the quack pack. When you have like Frank right. and other dudes like Dan and well, Brit- uh, Brittany Boogie was, was a huge pop fan favorite that season. Who? Uh, Brittany. Courtney, yeah. Brittany. Courtney. Uh, yeah. Courtney's boyfriend. Danielle. Who I've, yeah, sorry, Daniel. Sorry, Daniel and Daniel's boyfriend. Who I can never. Shane. Shay. Shay. Was it Shane or Shane? Shane. It was Shane. But I think she really wanted to be with Dan. <laughs> don't I don't know don't what don't be on Big Brother oh don't be on Big Brother uh, well B- Big Brother Canada you could handle Jamil don't worry I, 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 yeah, yeah, Big Brother America is a whole different thing Big Brother Canada is kind of in the lane where Big Brother seasons 1 through 10 maybe 1 through 15 were where nobody really cared about Big Brother now a big brother is like, you know, TMZ, um, a, a huge story, um, you know. So like, I don't know. Big brother's like profile is like way bigger than it used to be, in my opinion. What do you guys think about that? In terms of just like, oh, just doubt about David winning. That's what you said. <laughs> okay. You know what? Big Brother is a, a series where it's gonna weir- be weird how uh, how it goes, right? Uh, look, I agree with you. I don't. I don't believe he's gonna win at all. Um, but if he does, that's just gonna be weird. And it'll you know be, what? It would be the greatest thing ever. I'd be all for it. <laughs> weird isn't necessarily a bad thing when it is so predictable. And it seems like everyone is just being a lemming, yes, falling off of a bridge. So as of right now, weird seems better than predictable, right? Now, if something comes up where there's drama in the sense of like gameplay, and there's like another side of the house, and there's battling, and uh, there's people I can root for, like I would a million times prefer that than David winning, right? Uh, David seems to me that as like if he had like a proper edit like a survivor edit there'd be wacky music every time he talks honestly that's that's how awesome. i feel about it it's like that wacky david right yeah like i think sorry what was the original question jeff uh D- business ethics <laughs> business ethics oh okay uh, no uh i think it was like do you think that big brother the profile of the show is way bigger than it used to be. You know, I feel like Big Brother was a silly, and it still is, right. a silly right, okay. show that, you know, literally nobody paid attention to. People were like, why is this on before my stupid, my, my, my very, 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 very important football game that's about to come on? Um, you know, because I got to see the Eagles play the, the Cowboys. You know, uh, now it seems like Big Brother is more important than the football game in a lot of ways of like what's going on socially and, you know, politically and everything that like that. What do you think about that? I, I think, okay. I think that big brother. Yeah. I think that it has a large, a bigger, much bigger female fan base largely. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that. Um, Which is an important demographic. It's an important demographic. And that's exactly why I think it has grown. Uh, and I think it's a big TV viewing portion. Mm-hmm. The, the ratings aren't good live, but in terms of like um, DVR ratings and stuff, it, it does fairly well. It's still in the six. <laughs> are, are you, no, no. You'd be on Big Brother Canada. Mary wants to. <laughs> I've I've auditioned a couple of times. Um, I don't necessarily think that they want they want this, but that's okay. You know, it sure. happened. They should. They, they should. I, <laughs> until, would, until, I, I will give you a reference. If they, if, if until until I'm actually on, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, this <laughs> I can't." All credibility is just gone. Um, but you know what? It isn't even a matter of in terms of ratings. That's important. It's in, interactions and social commentary and um, social conversations. There's a lot of people that don't watch Big Brother. But they watch the they watch like clips online. They follow like um, correspondence. Um, hopefully, they're following Mary, right? Yeah. Um, Taryn, um, 
like there there have been seasons where I've never watched a single episode and I just follow along with what um you know uh, Rob Cicinino has um, provided in terms of content and I've watched via that method right listened via that method so there's other ways to to um, to follow along without necessarily watching the show yeah, um, I mean, she's saying she can't wait for spoilers. Okay, we'll get to spoilers. We'll get to spoilers. But uh, just in terms of, I think the TMZ angle, Jeff, that you brought up earlier, I think that the whole thing about that is that uh, since Big Brother 15 in particular, it's a great place for the tabloids to just get gossip. It gives them uh, clicks and headlines and things that they can use. Yeah, And sure. they take advantage of this format uh, quite a bit. And they exploit these contestants. Uh, for everything they can. That's right. Um, you know, and it's, they're not, no one's making them do it. They're choosing, these are the actions and the words they're choosing to use. And um, their consequences are just or even largely. Sometimes, uh, but, sometimes they're twisting things to, yeah. to fit a or narrative. Sometimes it's a little heavy handed of a response. But, but, um, you know, it you is know, what it is. I think, like, you're right. Like, a lot of it's clickbait and they use Big Brother for clickbait. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and because it, Survivor doesn't have this, because Survivor you just don't have all the skeletons that come with with it, um, all the dirt that sort of the baggage. Well, right? and when, when when Survivor happens, like remember the guy that was super creepy that was like touching the girls, like Dan. Right? yeah, Dan. Yeah, like that came and went. Like that was like on Survivor, like they dealt with it, and it was like during that season, and it was like, but now like nobody cares about that. That's not like you know. Like, I think that that was kind of like a big moment in, in sort of. TV history. It was all, you know, I think it was it was happening during a whole bunch of other things. And you know, it was I, terrible what kind of happened, but it was also kind of I think meaningful. It, it, like, I think it made uh, them look at a lot of things in terms of their practices because uh, Jeff has had Jeff Probes uh host and executive producer survivor. Maybe. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. yeah. yeah. He, he runs he the has show. had a very tight ship in terms of what to him is a survivor or a survivor champion. And when someone like that is in charge of the narrative, you have individuals who don't necessarily get their shine as they deserve. And people have complained about the edit that they've received um, because they're not that type of player, right? Survivor tells a very similar story every year, right? You can kind of see who are like, the lead characters and who are secondary characters, um, who are comedic characters, and they fall on the wayside. So um, I think that narrative is changing, and we might have individuals who previously did not get their shine actually um, be presented in a different way. So um, not necessarily condoning the tragedy that occurred, um, the instance that occurred, but I think it made a lot of people look as to how them as an organization is presenting information and um, being a little bit more responsible in how they do so in the future. I agree. My only point with between Big Brother and Survivor is that like, yeah, it happened like a little bit during the season, a little bit to that lead up, but that week is when people talked about it and now it's over. Whereas Big Brother, it's like if that Dan was still in the house or was still in the game or they, they kicked him out of the house, it would have been like this huge story for clickbait. Whereas I don't feel like with Survivor, it gets that. Yeah, and Mary's just have a comment here that you know some people don't watch the feeds and they assume what they see on the show is the entire story. Um, and and that was you know me before and like largely like yeah if you're not I haven't been fall I've been in and out on the feeds I, I was kind of caught up today listening to Taryn. And I'm not. I don't think it's wrong to watch the feeds. I think that this is a good thing. Like, if you're like, if you're a study a student of like anthropology, sociology, which I have been in the past at least, like, you know, this is really interesting to kind of see how people interact and what this is a, an experiment. And that's why it's kind of awesome that we kind of get to see this play out. And I think that it has the potential to do good uh, in terms of like teaching us how not to treat each other, how to sort of learn from each other. And we see that there's these moments on the show. Um, like I remember there was a couple of months earlier, you know, in the season with Kesar and Devon, they were talking about all kinds of different uh, social issues and things. And I, th th those, th those are the moments, I guess, in reality TV in general, you have the, the sort of those human connection moments you're able to portray, which is good. 
but at the same time it's also kind of kind of cringy and hard to deal with and it's 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 ugly it's kind of the more the ugly part of humanity sometimes that we don't want to face um and but it's you know maybe if anything it makes us better hopes it forces us to try to be better like for me with the feeds um the feeds are big brother in its truest form um and the always hope is that the show presents the feeds um as best as they possibly could and i think they've they've had varying success especially this season where there hasn't really been that much to um to take from but um I think that in the past, largely, CBS has done a, a disservice in not presenting all of the information. Um, going back to 15, they if they were presenting people as they were, you wouldn't have had to wait until Aaron was voted out to quote all of those things that she said, because yeah. those things were, were there in living color um, to be presented. Yeah. Right? And they were crafting a narrative until public opinion swayed them to drag her and others through the mud right. for their actions. Now, was it justified that they did that? But if they presented them in the first place, right, it would have been above board. Because what happens if uh, they ended up being the heroes of the season? You'd have all that baggage there that wouldn't be presented to the the individuals. That's what. Well, I don't agree exactly. It's the same, but that's basically what happened last season with Mickey. With Snackson. With yeah, with Snackson. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he was the hero of the season from the show's point of view because he won. But nobody, like he literally, he's the only Big Brother winner I've ever seen walk out the door and get booed, like because not because of game, because like they. The crowd literally did not like him. It was you a know? mixed reaction. It wasn't a full boo. There was it, it was, was a, it was a mix it was of like booze a seventy thirty boo. Yeah, <laughs> it was a seven. I'd say seventy cheer, thirty boo. No. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, who who was to win? Beth, Beth, oh. Holly, or uh, or uh, <laughs> no, no, Beth. Did we call Sam her Beth? had one. We call her Beth. Crazy I, I, Sam I, I, had one. Like the psycho. Like I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like it wasn't a great cast uh and um there was well okay like if mickey if you like him for anything you got david out in season one for his, for his first season like and yeah. maybe that was the best he thing knew. for that season he knew he knew he's like this dude i gotta get rid of him yeah he, he reads trouble. people way too well he he's gonna win so BB smart he's an all-star he is a he's <laughs> all-star you are gonna see this guy win all-stars one day like dan her, uh, her dr will david maybe that's the example though of um you know somebody like taking somebody out and the show last uh, year was portraying david as this great guy that was reading the house so well but maybe that was all bullshit maybe they were feeding him that stuff to make him seem that way on the show and it was actually not true and I, I remember thinking, I was like, how does he know this much about the house already? He's been there three days. How does he know this much? He had and, a golden yeah. ticket like the kid in Last Action Hero. That's what He's I think. seen it live on TV. I'm thinking maybe production helped David out with his, his persona. So when he left the house, people were rooting for him to come back. And because and, they knew they were doing the buyback. And, and that I don't know, like that, that's kind of what I see as far as like that's why everyone's like, ah, at least David, he seems like he's pretty good. He went fourth in our draft, Dave. Jane, thought okay, I just was going to bring that up because I wanted to talk about our draft. Uh, there, uh, the three of us plus five others, including my wife Jane, my living uh, are, shame, are in this. And so, just you know, to cross Bailey off the list tonight, the fifth evicted, uh, the fifth person evicted on day thirty-seven. Um, and she she went last in our draft. No one like Jen, who had the first pick with Kesar, uh, is now completely out of this competition. Um, and David is went fourth overall by my wife Jane, and he's looking pretty good. Yeah, he's a jury member. Still got both my players. 
<laughs> I still got both of mine. Yeah, and we haven't talked about Cody yet, which I do want to talk about all that. All of that, but uh, yeah, he went second overall by Jeff, and it's looking pretty good. Um, and his pop pop, Davon. I don't know, Davon. I think might go deeper now. I think that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the follow-up is. I think she's going next week, unless you would say George. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just want to... Yeah, just in terms of who has who. Um, uh, so Jen is out. Amanda is completely out. As Julie mentioned, these people are not coming back. There is no buyback. There is no fight back. And Nicole Anthony was mine, and she's also gone. But there, everybody else, um, except Jen and Amanda, and I'm almost... I'm almost. I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread. Uh, but Jeff's got Cody and Nicole Franzel. <laughs> Uh, Jane's got David and Danielle. I only have Davon left. Uh, Kevin and Jamil uh, belong to Enzo. Um, sorry, no. Uh, <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, I owe Jamil, yo. Yeah, no, no. Jamil has Kevin. I, 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 I was dyslexic on my reading there. Jamil uh, has Kevin and Enzo. Sean has Ian and Tyler. And Daryl has Memphis and Christmas. Daryl so, has the, the two least likable players. Yeah, but he. What Tyler but, and Nicole? No, Memphis no. and Christmas. Darryl Memphis and Christmas. Like the two players, I think, that are the, the probably the biggest villains of the season, other than Nicole Franzel, <laughs> who's oh who's just gosh, up right guys. up there. With... Right. So I just wanted to you know... at the end of the 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 HOH there or whatever when they were cutting away. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna fall!" It's like you've won this competition before. Like, stop it. Like, wait, wait, wait what are you doing? Like, come on, like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Just before we get to spoilers, I wanted to just, you know, there was a whole sequence tonight, which we haven't talked about, which was the Cody Calafiore grandfather pop, pop, uh, uh, pop, pop of his pop um, uh, passing away. Uh, also, the Calafiore patriarch, presumably. And, um, you know, so that's, you know, very sad for, for the, all of them and his brother, Polly, um, and all the Calafiores. Um, like, you know, I remember in 16, Derek. Uh, yeah, it was Derek and Frankie's grandfathers both died while they were in the house, like within like a few days of each other. I think. I think Frankie's was first, and then it was Derek. Sure. Um, and now, and now in this season, it's Cody's. So, uh, which Cody was part of that season as well, and so was Franzel. So it's. Um, so what you're saying is that Cole Franzel's grandfather might die very soon. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Did anybody's grandfather die uh, when she was on the eighteen? <laughs> what did anybody's grandfather die on 18 uh i don't think maybe i don't remember if it is it could be a okay i don't want to even go there but um yeah it's very sad um uh, and you know i don't know like i i don't even know what you do in that situation or like you know, obviously they don't he keeps playing but like and that's what derek and frankie chose to do in their season uh when it happened with them but yeah, no, it sucks. It's terrible. I mean, uh, I could only imagine, like, yeah, somebody close to you dying and you being stuck in a house surrounded by cameras where everybody's watching every single thing that you do all the time. Uh, that's going to suck. I mean, uh, I would rather, I'd probably, I don't know, be hard not to want to leave. That's for sure. I doubt yeah. there would be any way that he would be allowed to. Yeah. Well, and like Tyler's been trying to leave apparently all week, right? Yeah. They didn't show this all in any of the episodes this week uh, at all. Uh, quite like that he was depressed and he was down and he was, could, you know, he was out of it, but not that he, how actively hard he was trying to get out of the house. None of that was shown. Um, and so I feel like he's, his image, yeah, coming out of this week is much better than maybe it should be. Cause I just think he's sort of, well, I don't know. It depends how you want to interpret it. Like if you want to interpret him as a quitter or just somebody who's just, out of it, but he was holding on to that wall tonight. So we're going to talk about that pretty soon, and maybe we'll find out who this new HOH is before, uh, you know, wait before Sunday. Um, is there anything else on this episode that was like significant? Like I was like, like I mentioned, like all the heat coming in with Dave on Christmas. I think it's all worth talking about at the very least. It makes the the, the season sort of more memorable. And uh, you know, obviously it's tragic with the the Calafiore, um, uh grandfather dying. And uh, also with um, just like you know, maybe the the stagnant uh, play that we've had, and maybe hoping for something a little bit of a shakeup in this house. I feel like if Tyler leaves, everybody's gonna nobody's gonna have somebody to hug them. 
Tyler's hugging everybody in this, uh, you know, and he's calming everybody down. So I, I think Tyler needs to stay in the house for all their mental health. <laughs> you must suffer for us to all be able to survive. All right. Well, uh, let's, we're going to go to spoilers. Um, and here what are you going to put? What emojis are you going to put? Fire oh, ice. Is it icy or fire? I don't know if it's good or bad. So I'm going to go with the default icy. Uh, and this is the spoiler warning. And we are now into spoiler mode. And everybody is anxiously wondering if this HOH competition is over yet. Mary, is the HOH competition over yet? We'll, we'll get the... Uh, um, get. Oh, Daryl's watching here. And he just wants to let us know both of his picks suck in Christmas and Memphis. <laughs> and he is not endorsing them. So thank you, Daryl, for... The commission. The commission himself. <laughs> uh, see, I'm repping my colors, man. Repping my colors. Yeah, like, he's wearing that. He's got that Calgary Flames uh, going there. Okay, so Mary's saying, uh, no, people uh, were really crazy about this Christmas fight. The spoiler on the Facebook has been GE. No, it, because it got cut off. Um, let's go scroll 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 has been ge oh it did it did um we know there was more to this fight um alcohol involved people drinking a lot of tempers flaring i you know what i didn't really pursue that much information about this fight because honestly um it it felt a little bit too too emotional for me personally. Um, sure, I could probably look at the aftermath later on, but like, um, I wasn't really looking for that in terms of Big Brother. Um, to me, I just kind of want to boil it down to I I'm, I'm kind of perfectly fine in terms of what I saw, um, but I could understand people wanting more, wanting the, the whole situation. Um, I'm probably going to just like listen to about it or listen to people talk about it i just we got, we got an update here okay go ahead davon is out of this competition it will not be davon as hwh this week mary mary is damning it she is not impressed and nor am i davon is my but it, it, are we surprised no would we, we would have been much more she's in a much she... better place than she was previously so yes i agree um, so her being I, out isn't necessarily a bad thing. Nicole is trying to pick her up. Franzel is, is the best thing. and Enzo. Yeah, yeah. But she's got two sides vying for her to be a number for them down the stretch. Yeah. And so if Davon can work that properly, with now she's got the baggage of Bailey being gone and not having to worry about being a duo, uh, she's sort of a, a good number for someone to scoop up if she will play ball with them. Uh, and Christmas, I think, will just be like they'll keep her around for like to like you know, maybe final eight or something, but they'll they'll drop her. Christmas yeah. is like she has a lot of damage control she needs to do. David is out of the, the competition. It will not be the <laughs> HOA. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, so. David. Oh, you thought oh. you were gonna win. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, I, like I, the final three is gonna be um like uh the final four <laughs> for this competition is gonna be uh uh Nicole, um, Ian, um, Kevin, and and Tyler. I think. I think Cody will be there. He was bred for this. He was bred for this, and and he's got motivation. His grandfather died, so he'll do it for his grandfather. Yeah. Do it for Pop Pop, so he can get for another. For Pop Pop, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they might throw it to him too. Yeah, that could. Happen. If it comes down to the stretch, and it's like, yeah, if Cody can like last until at least the final five, he's got a great shot of just being thrown it. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's like Cody, um, Enzo's gonna drop probably. So Enzo's not looking to win. Um, he won't look to take it from Cody. Yeah. So if it's between him and Cody, if it's Cody Nicole, <laughs> if Danny's up there, Danny will try to keep on it. Um, Franzel doesn't want to be Hoh. I don't think. Um, Ian does want to though. Yeah, we're gonna talk he about this uh, TMZ article here, or. Yeah, I think we also yeah we didn't. This wasn't on the episode tonight, and I don't know if it will be on Sunday, so that's why we didn't bring it up earlier. But if uh, Ian's today, H -O -H, it will be. 
if Ian wins HOH, it has to be. Yeah, I would imagine. Or like, on the okay, block, Ian yeah. apparently was very sick also. We haven't really talked about that. Like We mentioned like he didn't play in the veto because he was feeling under the weather. Apparently, it was a lot more severe than that, I understand. Um, at least that's what is sort of the word on social media and such. And um, I don't really know why they would downplay it so much on the show if that's the case. But apparently, that's what's uh, occurred. I can't, I, I, if anyone can corroborate this. I, I don't have any more information yes. about that. Right. But also, yes, about his autism. And there has been a story that's broken out in the last day or so that has to do with, um, I believe it's Memphis, Danny, Nicole Franzel, and who is the, oh, and Christmas, Christmas right? Christmas, of uh, course. <laughs> right. They were, they were kind of like, you know, they're, they're basically talking in a room, laughing about Ian, that he's creepy and he's the red rum guy from, um, from um, the shining and like you know kind of like but also like we've seen him a couple times in um last few episodes that he's been sort of rocking in the, the, the hammock a lot of times to like when he has conversations and that's sort of something he does to sort of like get himself calm and and whatever i like i don't fully understand it or, or nor am i qualified to but like, i just know it's something that he it's a personal thing you know related to having autism um and uh and so they were just kind of like really tearing into him, laughing and sort of being kind of jerks and mean about it, really. Um, and so this has sort of hit social media in the last day or so, and it's not not good for any of them. Like none of them, but you know, and it's always sort of like these things hit, and then you know, two months later they get out of the house, and then they say, "Well, two months ago, everyone was so mad at you, but by then other things have happened," and so. <laughs> It's um, it's I don't know how to always process that. That's kind of like the most cruel part of watching Big Brother is sort of. But again, they chose they did they are the jerks. They they do not deserve sympathy in this situation. But um, you know, I and I do feel free because I think it's what the real result of this is is that just that when you want they know that Ian is sort of maybe on the list next. Um, Nicole Frenzel might be going along with it she might just not want to seem like a like a super ally to ian or something and so she's just laughing along like, that's to give her the benefit of the doubt but uh, yeah like i don't know maybe it seems like danny and nicole can kind of be like mean girls a little bit sometimes i don't think they might maybe mean anything by it but they kind of they can they kind of get like that where they get on this you know laughing laughing about people or whatever and so that doesn't surprise me. The one with the Memphis with the red rum thing is kind of more messed up, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, like you're basically insinuating what that that Ian's like a murderer or like a crazy person. Like, is that what they're insinuating? <laughs> no, um, the kid uh, was like it, in The Shining. Just you know how he was he was is acting. He, yeah, is he saying that Ian has telepathy? Like, does he have no. The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> the shinning the shinning does he have the, sh the shinning <laughs> no, no I, um, you know, it, it's I, just like, very bad it, it's it's a bad look on all of them and oh, yeah. um, and so like you know and whatever uh in terms of like those people because they're i'm not like necessarily attached to danny certainly not christmas or uh or memphis or <laughs> yeah or memphis either right but nicole franzel also um she's lost like a deal with oil of Olay, is that right her her skincare yeah. endorsement uh, you know and they've sort of like publicly put out a press release denouncing her for, for these the what's hit now with these uh these videos and these comments and her sort of role in it and um it, yeah that's it like i don't know what do you think jeff you've been quiet um yeah like i don't know like it's like i said i just think um i don't know like if they like were trying to be mean i have to watch it i have to see what like the context like you know where, where they just oh, okay. were they yeah, just yeah. kind of like laughing about the fact that he when he swings it annoys them or where they kind of just having fun with it or they actually being mean about it i i would have to uh, it seems like they were being mean about it because, like, yeah, like Mary's saying, Nicole lost her precious and uh, contract with Olay. I mean, most of her sponsorship—that's her social media influencer uh, revenue. How is she going to be able to afford that uh, uh, extravagant wedding 
in um Keiko's uh, Turks and Caicos. Even fewer people will be invited now. Yeah. Before. Or she has to up the um, the cost um, per plate for people to show up. Um, oh, Daryl saying that Memphis has dropped out of the competition. Well, that's that's not a bummer. I mean, that's not, yeah. So look, <laughs> but Mary, Mary is saying I haven't seen that, so I don't know. There could be some disagreement here. Here's the fact: of the matter is, people should know, especially all stars, especially all stars, that what you say is going to be held against you in your personal life, right? And we've already seen people lose jobs already. Gina Marie, Nick, but. Um, <laughs> they're like if CBS does decide to air it, right? It CBS has to un, will understand that it isn't just going to be they, they kind of have to paint these people in negative light going forward, right? So, I think if if it becomes an ongoing thing, they'll present it for sure. If not, I think they're just going to bypass it completely. Or make one of them like the scapegoat, like um, Aaron was. Yeah, well, I don't think that they're that they'll necessarily want to portray all four being negative, and they, and they can do a lot of things with diary room confessionals to sort of give certain people more of a positive role and other people more of a negative role. Like it's, Nicole, how did you feel about what they were saying about Ian? Um, do you feel that it was wrong to make fun of him? And oh she's my like, God, no. When they were saying I was just playing along and, you know, I didn't, I didn't really mean want to laugh. And then you throw that in and she's yeah. like, now she's America's. She had plausible den- deniability. Mary's hot. We got a, we got a big update here. Cody, Nicole, Kevin, Tyler, Danny, and Enzo. Enzo's not winning. Still He's, that's too much Enzo to keep up on that wall. That's a big man. Yeah, he's <laughs> a big tall guy. I, it, it's good. He'll have the but hard he has time. the I agility think. of a cat. Meow, meow. But um, who's the who's the the most ideal option of any of those people to win? I uh, think Danny who can win it. I, ideal, I think Kevin would be the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ian, Ian's gone then. Yeah, Ian's gone. Uh, yeah. I kind of want Kevin to win it. I think that there's no good option there. Or Tyler. Um, Tyler won't put up Devon. True. So True. Okay, up, then Tyler. Then Kevin, I'm going for Tyler. Kevin and David. <laughs> Enzo has dropped. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, that's a lot of man to keep up on that wall. It's a yeah, man the, and Memphis has dropped, and we're going to have Daryl here. The Memphis has dropped after Ian, as Ian, we have not lost, have not. So Memphis didn't want to be a have not. At least that's what the comments are saying. Oh, that's not a surprise. And Mary is is rooting for a Kevin win. Kevin win? Okay. Okay, I, like, I just hope if he makes something out of it, like pick a side and try to like, Start I, he has to play conservative position. though, because with all the powers that are in the game, I guess, yeah. But we're into jury mode now. This is the time you need to start like getting something going in terms of an alliance, or, or are you just going to play more like this is week one again? No, well, no, I don't, he, I, he's at least pa- paired with David. So, um, if anything <laughs> happens, he basically has two opportunities to take someone off the block. Well, at least he's paired with David, he's got nothing to worry about. Well, <laughs> in terms of he has David's power, right? David's power, and he's got him as a vote. What? Uh, what? Okay, so what is Christmas's power? <laughs> oh, I have to look it up. Hold on. I know, I know, Danny's power. Goodwill powder, but I don't know Christmas's power. Christmas is one the blocker. She's the what's that? Christmas blocker. What does that allow? She, uh, she can block herself or someone else from being nominated post veto. Oh, so, oh sorry. It, it allows you to not be backdoored. Yes. You okay. can block a backdoor. So she's going to protect Tyler. So if you say, I'm going to block, if I'm going to backdoor Tyler, and then they go, nope, I blocked it. Uh, now you have to backdoor someone else. And David's power is the pre door. Yeah. He's got, yeah, he, one's a front door, one's a yeah. backdoor, one's an in the middle. No he's, um, no, he's a disruptor. Yeah. So he has the power to secretly save a nominee and force the HOH. Put up a replacement. He doesn't even have to yeah, name that's the, himself. So I don't, will the HOH have already picked someone and then? Uh, yeah, the HOH that's post noms, but pre veto. He has okay. the. Yeah, uh, if Kevin wins this week, he wouldn't use it. And Danny has a power too. Everyone's kind of forgetting about that. 
Danny has the replay, which she uh, has the power to allow any outgoing HOH to play in the next one. So she didn't use it here with Christmas tonight. I'm surprised she, she didn't. Be honest, like, uh, unless she thought she could win this one and win, uh, which she might. She's still she's in the final five or six people on the wall, right? Yeah, right, I agree. I think that's what Danny's Danny trying. wins. She can use that power, yeah. that, uh, dis- and, that uh, replay. And like, uh, let's face it, guys. I mean, this competition is best if you weigh like a hundred pounds, and both like Nicole and Danny probably weighed like just over a hundred pounds, right? So, so are we all team Danny? Is that what we're saying? I'm no, I'm just saying that's who's probably going to win. I, I'd be surprised. It's a lot harder to keep all that those muscles up. Like if you're Tyler's pretty lean actually, so Tyler has a good as chance. Of, as of late, yes. Although you know what, I'm being convinced. Go team Kevin. But Kevin's pretty lean too. Kevin's pretty lean as well. Enzo was never going to win this. I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I, I mean he, Meow Meow just didn't want to be a have not. I think. Uh. Devon, hey, like, what's Devon like? Dude, how is Devon this bad at everything? Every single competition, she's bad at. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there hasn't been um, a, a, like an HOH competition there where you have to be the best at, act, at best acting coach or anything of that. You know, like um, I don't know. Like Devon's talents are more socially based, and competitions don't seem to largely translate. She almost she basically won a um, won a HOH, and she slipped on a banana peel at the finish line. So. And yeah, I, th- yeah. I think we didn't talk about that, guys, tonight, but I think that was the biggest crux of why there was all the big fighting was because Devon, so she said it in the episode where, like, Chris was walking around like she was, like, this, you know, big, tough HOH, and she literally lost it, slipped on the banana peel, and Chris was past the she Mario didn't Kart. Win the v- like, even the veto, I-, I stand by it. She did not win that veto. Nicole no. gave it to her. Yeah, I think you're right about that, and I think Ian would have had a good chance to win it for sure as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. Okay. And then Kevin won something right. like this. True. The hanging one. He's yeah. He's won a competition this year, so who knows? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm also looking. Okay, who's left in this game? Right? Who do I like? Is actually get down to the stretch? I don't want Cody. I am anti Cody because I am. I would have been okay with Cody if it was not for Frenzel, who I'm definitely against. So because he's so closely aligned with her, I don't want to um, cheer for him. So who's against Nicole and and Danny down the stretch, potentially? Or sorry, Nicole and uh, and Cody. I think it's Danny, uh, who I might she might end up with. Like, she's kind of against Tyler. She's more against Tyler, right? So she is kind of aligned with Frenzel and Cody. I don't know. It's hard to fall. Like, there's too many things overlapping here. Um. So who's Tyler? Tyler and Enzo were a thing. Um, with, with Christmas, isn't it Tyler and Cody? Not Tyler and Cody. Enzo and Cody. Yeah, that's why I mean. Like, it's hard to follow. But I was listening to a lot of these live feed updates tonight. So and uh, um, well, because no call. Okay, but we also have a, yeah. a big update here, and it's not a good one. Oh no, Kevin dropped. Oh no. Okay, Did Tyler. Have... I think Tyler wins it. It's an interesting week. Kevin can wait. For his I, I, I don't want. I, I think Nicole winning the HOH is the, the the worst case scenario, which is probably what's going to happen, guys. I heard on the live feed update that she doesn't even want to be HOH. So I don't yeah, even. Hanging on. Who's trying to probably protect. Who's left? Her, Cody? Cody, Tyler, Nicole. Is that it? So who's she afraid will win? Because Frenzel like would only hold on because she's no, afraid. No, if it's Tyler, it maybe Tyler who's still in. Maybe Tyler. Tyler or Christmas? Because they know Tyler won't want to take out Devon. And I, like, okay, if Cody or Nicole win, who's going on the block? Kevin and David. You don't no, think no, no. Actually, sorry, they would probably try to backdoor Tyler, maybe. Or Christmas, yeah, but yeah. So who goes on the block? Like just like two uh, like pawns, like Kevin and really, they're they're gonna keep going up to the pawns. They're afraid to make the move. Nobody wants to strike first. I think think somebody's gonna have to strike first. It's gonna have to happen at some point. I think if Tyler wins, he might strike first. But Cody and Nicole won't. You don't think they're ruthless players? I think Danny is gonna push for it. 
Yeah, Danny's another one that would probably. But I think Franzel will not want to strike against Tyler first. Correct. Only in a double she'll go after after uh, Tyler. Franzel's not like confrontational, so she will she she won't want to like take a shot at Tyler and miss. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Janelle, and then she doesn't have no problem. You know. Yeah, but she felt like she had enough people on her side that she and, like, and she did. Yeah, that it didn't. She felt okay, but now it's fewer. And it's not even going to be like I hate Tyler. It's just going to be like, oh my god, Tyler! I do. I went after him, and he's such a good competitor. Now he might put me up and ah, uh, and she'll just like she can't handle it. So him and ha, she'll him and ha. So him and ha. Yeah. Day will go up. Um. If yeah, I, I mean, I think if Cody wins, yeah, the day will go up as well. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but if Nicole wins, I don't know if they will go up. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because of the all-girl alliance that they're trying to put together. That's a bunch of How people. How can Cody still Christmas. be up on that wall? Cody's a big guy, too. There's no way Davon and Christmas are not, are not aligning with each other. So Davon and Christmas are not aligning with each oh, other. Oh, no, they've uh, broken bread, but it's like we don't trust her. Like... Um, Day has replaced Christmas in their like final five plans. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's still there. They're just going to hold on to Christmas for now until they can. You would think you'd want Christmas out earlier because she's proven to win competitions. <laughs> uh, you think you'd want her out. Uh, yeah, well, I think that they will want to get her out too. I think Reggie put Christmas and Tyler up. Yeah, that would be a that, big that could Cody. Cody, I could see doing something like that. I don't know. I think that's a little bit too soon. I think he would like somebody else to do it for him, like yeah. Dave. Yeah, that's true. He always wanted to make those swings in BB sixteen, and Derek always talked him out of it. Well, they would just get the people out because of like you know, like it was their time to go type thing. Like the only one that was really hard for them to do in sixteen was Donnie. They basically, yeah. you know. You know, other than that, everybody else kind of blew up their own game, so they they, they got really fortunate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, do we have any more updates? Are we down to so who? Nicole, Danny, Cody, and and Tyler. And Tyler. How long did this go for? I was kind of hoping it went a lot longer. I didn't expect people to be dropping that quickly. It's no pressure cooker. All girl alliance. Uh, yeah, I heard some of the rumblings about this that um, that that Frenzel has some kind of a aspiration. Oh, to... oh they ratted both. They ratted like um, the only person that hasn't ratted the all girl alliance is um, uh, Danny. Told someone. Uh, Nicole F is the only one who hasn't um, ratted it out. So they keep coming back to it. Even though it's been ratted out, they keep coming back to it and kind of mentioning that we should kind of work together. Um, Nicole, I believe, also suggested that maybe we have a fifth for the All Girls Alliance, and that fifth person was going to be Cody. He'd be the fifth girl? The fifth person in the Alliance. With obviously, you know, Christmas being expendable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why would they want that so that Cody can win at the end? Or they'll cut? They'll try to cut Cody in like yeah. a competition at the end. Well, Nicole was being trying to keep Cody close because Cody is her. her Who's going to take a shot at Frenzel? Anybody? No. As of right now, no. Nobody. David. <laughs> David. David wants to go after her. That's it. That's David my only hope. Ble- if he David wins. believes that there's a core four alliance, and the core four is Frenzel, Cody, Tyler, and Ian, I think. And he was telling people this. He told Enzo this. He told um, um, Day this. No, he told Bailey. Sorry. He told Bailey. He told Bailey. So. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know if we're going to get an HOH um, before yeah. we're ready to sign off here tonight. But while we are waiting maybe to hear the results, why don't we get just into plugging all of our shows 
uh, so that we have a quick sign off. And we have to also get to our next podcast, which is going to be Star Trek Lower Decks over at Live Long and Podcast is recovering the sixth episode tonight. Which episode? Uh, the name I, I don't know at the moment. It doesn't matter. But it, we're watching it right now. It does matter. Um, what is it called? It is called Terminal Provocations. So we're going to be watching that over on CTV Sci-Fi Channel shortly. Um, and then we'll be jumping on, uh, you know, probably around, just around 11, hopefully, uh, to talk about that. Um, our Live Long and Podcast channel, we do all kinds of Star Trek um, uh, podcasts. Uh, this weekend, Saturday night, we're going to be doing Star Trek Radio Theater as we're going to be doing uh, Voyager's Inside Man, where I'll be playing Barkley and a holographic Barkley. And um, Jeff's going to be seven of nine, and there's going to be all kinds of great uh, things going on. Jeff, you have like four characters to play in that. I know. I'm going to. I already have my seven of nine. I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing for the rest. You have Tom Paris, don't you? And uh, you have uh, one of the Ferengis, I believe. Okay. <laughs> Break out the old impressions. Yeah, all the only impressions. So check that out. That's a lot of fun. And then on Tuesday nights we do Star Trek: D Space Nine, uh, where we uh, covering every episode of the season. We are now just early into the second season. It's not too long or too late. Sorry to get on board with this and uh, and catch up with us for sure. Uh, we are just into the second episode of the second season. Moving on, third, to third episode of the second season. Third episode of the second season. Thank you, Jimmy. We did um, the circle this week, and next week is the siege. The siege. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then we're going to be yeah. So we're just getting into the second season, and then Wednesday nights we do original series, and of course here on um, on Super Brother Mater Super Mater Brothers podcast. Yeah, I get it. I'm getting all my words backwards tonight, uh, and all scrambled. Uh, we do Big Brother three times a week, and we also cover Survivor and Westworld and a whole bunch of other shows and and Tiger King. Um, and Mary's saying, "Hey, we're not gonna, we're not going going. In, they are not going going anywhere. So yeah. it could be a while before we get an answer yes. on this HOH. So I think we're not gonna be able to get into it tonight. But at least we kind of know who it's narrowed down to. And I'm intrigued to see just will someone take a shot on Sunday or not. So at the very we'll least, see. I think that that's uh, the cliffhanger going after it. And Tyler is Ooh. out. <laughs> there you go. So it's gonna be once Cody, Cody drops, you could have seen Danny. Nicole drop too." Once Cody Nicole, drops, you're gonna Nicole's see. drop too. No, once you see um, Cody drop, Nicole's gonna slip on a banana peel, and she's gonna give it to Danny. She's afraid Cody will win. Is that why she's holding on? Um, no, she's just gonna give it to uh, Danielle, I believe. To Danny, I think Danny might take a shot at Tyler. I think that she is the most interesting HOH possibility. So I'm hoping. Which is, which is why, like, once Cody's gone, she's not gonna hold on to it. Nicole's not going to want it because Nicole's not yeah. going to want to do the confrontation in the game. But I don't think she's going to let Danny and Cody fight for it either. So she's going to stay up there until one of them falls and then she's going to fall shortly after. Right. Well, I'm, I, hey, I think it's getting more interesting at the very least. So I think we should all be a little bit happy about that. Um, and I think I covered all the shows. Oh, Trivial Debates is our other channel. Uh, monthly episode, uh, monthly episode coming at the end last Sunday in uh, September. It will be a triple threat battle royale where we're going to be arguing about movies, TV, music, sports, and more. Uh, me and Jeff versus Jamil and Chris versus uh, Jody and uh, and Kevin with Ashley judging. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And triple so threat. we will if uh, if that's all for tonight, um, we're going to have to sign off. So we'll see you in a little bit if you're into Star Trek for Star Trek Lower Decks. All right, have a good one, everybody. Take Peace care. Out. Oh, thank you.